Hey everybody, welcome back to another week of Clash, the Sibling Rivalry Podcast. This is episode 17, we're almost to 20. Almost to 20. Which is one-fifth of 100. Yes, so it is. <laughs> Sunday, Sunday math for you. It definitely is. Um, I am your host, Nighthoot, and with me is Tizla. our other host. Tizla, 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 Tizla. <laughs> We'll never get this timing. Not right. at all. It's I all do right. it on purpose. So y'all don't understand how <laughs> actually difficult it is to remotely talk to each other and not see like when the other person's not talking or about to talk. And I know Tyler has no double dutch skills, so he doesn't <laughs> like right now he's doing that like that back and forth hop waiting to jump in and I'm just not letting the ropes up at all. I feel like I would I'm be like, really nope. good at double dutch. I don't remember ever actually doing it because like what I look like double dutching on the playground. Yeah, because you're pretty sleek, so you could probably get in those. Ropes. I feel like the oh rope would God, smack me you? in my forehead. Okay, <laughs> I just had the worst idea ever because I'm watching sports anime. But what if they had a like double a dutch jump rope double I, dutch that's anime? I guarantee you, if it's not out there already, <laughs> it's going to happen. I bet you that's I'm the thinking, show though. I'm thinking of like the slow motion like explanation of like the person diving into the Duchess rope. Stars. And it's like, and it's like they'll show the ropes in slow motion like partying and there's like a rising sun he's yeah. like that's the light I, that's there go i'm like what is the thing in a uh, demon slayer where he's about to cut the head i see the thread he sees the freaking like yes. i see the opening <laughs> oh my god it's like a blue path of like fall it'd be so to epic. jump into the ropes. and then imagine like the person who like loses and they get like their ankle hits the rope and they have the most like crazy dramatic fall <laughs> face plant into the ground yeah and it just gets all dark around <laughs> yeah. and they're just so they're just by themselves all of a sudden oh my god if any studio wants to pay us for for writing this we'll do it I oh just my god I, I think i'm about to make that anime. <laughs> we should like actually that's hilarious oh uh, and then they cut to the commentators like oh his timing was just off by <laughs> that'd be epic all right Masaka Masaka stars. <laughs> i want to be the all dutch right. master <laughs> oh man but um clearly our imaginations have run away with us this week yeah it happens. but if you want to comment on our double dutch anime you can email us at sibling rivalry clash at gmail.com i like your segues rivalry clash. with these <laughs> it's a different one every week <laughs> It's that sibling rivalry, lolololclash.gmail.com. No, I'm just kidding. You guys heard it the first time. We're failing this week. But yeah, so not a whole lot. I'm just going to jump into. Actually, let's just do your week first. It's not a whole lot for me on this side. Yeah, same for me. So I. I haven't really done much new, so I actually hopped back into Warframe. I started playing probably years ago on PS4. This this game has had so many updates, even since I last uh, stopped playing, which was probably like only like maybe a year ago. Um, but it's so much stuff in it. That's a long time in the Digiverse. I was about to say, it's so much stuff in the game that a year off, like you forget everything. And it's like, mm-hmm. there's so many systems, but at the same time, like once you kind of learn them, once you start learning them again, it's like a really awesome gameplay loop i was playing with um archie yesterday my friend archie and the and i was basically telling him like yo warframe if you think about it is just like an already existing like way better all-around version of what anthem was supposed to be and i'm like (laughs) it was it was already that before anthem came out i'm like it's got the movement which is arguably anthem's best quality it's got the warframe if you're not familiar with it it's like 
it's kind of like that game vanquish back in the day it's got like a lot of sliding i love vanquish the movement is awesome it's got a lot of sliding and like dashing and flying through the air and like you don't have stamina or anything so you can just move around like to your heart's content um like vanquish was a game that i spent months like hunting down a copy of like way like like a hard copy yeah yeah because i was like i just love this game so i think it's backwards compatible on xbox one it say. probably is by now because i think that was probably one of the that's probably why i got the copy because i was like i can just pop this 360 disc mm-hmm. into the one and get the game yeah exactly um so. but the other thing uh warframe has that anthem doesn't have is content so warframe super old and it to to uh anthem's credit warframe also started out as a pretty trash game um but it's well, years what years i will old. say to you what i will say to you is that warframe doesn't have that draw of like because warframe doesn't have that human element to it it's very much like out like aliens out there yeah. like there's nobody here that looks like me. exactly where and it's very Anthem solitary had, other than the other players in the game like there's not a lot of npcs per se yeah and it's like anthem has that feeling of like hey i'm just a person and now i get to get in this suit with suit. my team yeah. and my other friends you know so yeah. that's the only like difference to me where i was just like my excitement about anthem was a little bit higher mm-hmm. because of that reason and they but, and they and they had the bioware like storytelling promotion behind it like oh this mm-hmm. is bioware the story is going to be awesome but i actually think that that was like a detriment to it in the long run because I, I feel like it just didn't mesh well with the type of kind of repetitive gameplay you have to do in these type of games whereas warframe like warframe has a huge plot a bunch of lore a codex full of lore like a whole storyline through the game but the thing is like there's very few cutscenes, and the stories kind of present it to you as you're playing. Like, there's li- like a little face that'll pop up and talk to you while you're playing. Um, and then, of course, the lore that you can read in the codex for extra background. But it's kind of like not in your way. It doesn't make you like go here, talk to the. Well, it does a little bit, but not as much as Anthem. It doesn't make you like go here, talk to this person, talk to this person, talk to this person. Um, and it doesn't, and it's not cutscene heavy. So it's kind of just let you play the game. And if you want to absorb any of the story while you're playing it does that too um but warframe has so much content like there's a whole like solar system full of planets with a bunch of nodes that are all mission types and you kind of that's kind of like the main story you progress your way through these planets and it's a lot of planets it's like maybe maybe 20 uh i might be a little high on that but it's that's a decent size yeah and each planet has like anywhere from like 10 to like 20 nodes on it um and each planet has uh so basically the loop of the game is like uh you craft all your gear and and your warframes which are basically like uh kind of like heroes like each one has a different set of abilities that you level up um but it's basically this loop of you go out onto these planets and onto these missions to get resources to take back to your ship which you then craft um either weapons or or warframes and each weapon or warframe that you craft and level up to max level kind of contributes to your overall like account level which then that then feeds back into like you getting better rewards and unlocking new weapons to craft so it's just this like really good loop of like no matter when like you log into the game whether you've been playing for a long time or like you're new like there's always something else you could be chasing because there's just so much and they they have like really big story releases right yeah so they like big campaigns so literally in the time maybe a year a year and a half ago that i stopped playing 
they dropped two open world areas like full-on open world maps that they didn't have with a whole like bounty system and and quest system of its own um they've done all these revamps to the way combat works and stuff like that so all these updates are free by the way every update is free um they do have microtransactions but it's not really like pay to win because it's a pve game it's more like pay to play less time in the game which and it's is i would say it's pretty friendly in that like don't they have co- share codes where if somebody does something for with your code like you'll get money too i believe so i'm not like too sure currency. yeah I, b- I believe they probably do they definitely have um they have in-game trading so you can literally play the game get items in the game every item can be unlocked by playing the game every single one um so you can uh play the game get items in the game sell those items on the market pl- or with other players to other players because they have a trading system and then they can give you the premium currency which is the they call it platinum which is you can buy for real dollars but you can actually just trade in game for the premium currency too so and even if you don't ever get premium currency like they're really friendly about how much like of the other like they call it credits which is like the free-to-play currency and you can buy all your crafting stuff with that too so they're pretty generous about that so i personally don't i haven't ever paid real money just because to me the point of it is to actually do that grind and and yeah. play the missions and stuff to unlock it but i'm not gonna trade gameplay for time yeah exactly especially not with a game that's meant to kind of kill time um but yeah it's just warframe's really dope it's kind of hard to get into it first just because there's so many systems at this point and they have the only explanation yeah, of them lot. you have to read it in the menus <laughs> so it's like yeah um if you look at a guide though or something to start out i think it's it's a lot more manageable and because i definitely remember starting and being like oh my god there's so much going yeah. on <laughs> i'm just gonna act like i'm fighting yeah i don't know if i'm doing this right. <laughs> and the thing is too you don't necessarily have to know what's going on up until a certain point like just understanding the controls and how to go out and kill stuff i think uh you can last on doing that until you get into higher level stuff which you then kind of need to start paying attention to your like equipment and mods and all this type of stuff but it's definitely a, a very good like free to play that's the other thing it has over uh anthem free to play like loot grind game and i honestly don't think it's going anywhere anytime soon we're just seeing a lot to have a strong free to play when anthem wasn't free and couldn't keep it up anthem i think should have been free if it was free i think it would still be absolutely fine right now like mad players would still be playing it there wouldn't be nearly as many complaints but it's it's just the fact that it was $60 and it came out like the way it did <laughs> which was horrible but other than that um i've been doing my normal stuff like playing smash and whatnot as always um but i wanted to mention black clover because i know how you've been talking about it week to week every time or every time we bring it up like you haven't really gotten to the the wow of it yet but i no. tell you every single episode for probably the past two months has been insane like it's just like boss fight <laughs> okay, boss what, fight what boss what fight episode boss number fight. are we at um 90 wait what's the now nah, the dub is five four 80 something i think it's 80 something i think it's 80 oh something. you're watching dubs yeah, yeah yeah but the dub's only yeah, like yeah, two yeah. episodes behind oh okay i thought it was in like at like 90 something now. but like the i don't know what budget the studio has but the last like three story arcs have just been they have everything shonen they have budget 
but you know shonen uh, is the driving force of all anime it, that's and very true they have shonen money that's very true and they have the big shonen money too is what they it have looks like jump money because it looks a lot better than fairy tale i'll definitely say that like yeah the fairy you have to give fairy tale is old now that's true it's like 2009 that's very true no but the new season of fairy tale even it looks better no, than yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I agree. but um i still hold to the fact that you need to get what episode are you on Twenty-eight. So I can't tell you exactly what episode <laughs> you need to get to, but do not give up. Probably seventy something. <laughs> do not give up. You will get to an episode at one point, and it's just like nonstop from there, like nonstop. I will get there. The dubs, goodness. the dubs are helping. Yeah. Um. So I think I think you can make it. I believe in you. I have faith because this is turning into one of my favorite Naruto, shows that are Naruto on right now. Scale fights. Better. Yeah. Like but in more like more rapid succession <laughs> than ever and like the stakes it's more even less so the fights like the stakes have just been constantly high like as high as they can be for like the last three arcs of the show which is like okay like for i'm comparing it i'm kind of comparing uh, speaking of you saying naruto i'll compare it to boruto uh i got pretty far into boruto <laughs> something else i also got way behind it yeah i'm way behind now too unintentionally i got pretty far into boruto and the stakes have only been like anywhere near high one like one small season so far and the rest I is just like been the, menial tasks pretty much i felt like the stakes were way too high too early in boruto, in boruto. yeah that's yeah. the thing because they did the the movie it was basically the movie uh premise and the, the movie storyline but they did it in the anime but they did it really early on and yeah. that's still one of that was one of the best fights like ever i think so they they have a lot to live up to with that and they haven't been whereas black clover had a super slow start but now it's just like oh my god are we ever gonna stop i don't want <laughs> us to um we'll get there yeah i definitely feel the, like I, I don't know i see moments i see like bright spots that keep me in there but mm-hmm. yeah a lot of it is just like i'm gonna put it on i'm gonna put the dub on so i can listen yeah until something exciting happens as long as you know the characters you'll you won't be lost when you get to the craziness that's coming up yeah so and as long as you know the the good faction and the and the bad faction that they've been mentioning um then you'll be good but okay. that's pretty much all i all i had to mention for this week uh what were you into um so i also i didn't do a lot this week mm-hmm. um because i had again homework yeah. <laughs> my life i feel you say that every week because it will continue every week <laughs> till the end of the year but uh i watched a show that came out uh last year on amc um i had heard of it but at the time like it at the time i was very upset with walking dead and the premise for this show was had the potential in my brain to be to end up just like walking dead where, 20 seasons <laughs> no not that oh, okay. just that the story like whatever the story premise looked like it was putting people in a survival situation okay. and instead of dealing with the actual threat they it's would be turning drama. on each other yeah, yeah. so that i was pure like that's what i was kind of just like trying to stay away from right. but um the terror uh is actually a it's 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 called a historical anthology series. Um, uh, anthology. Hold up. Anthologies are where each episode is a different kind of story, held like yes. within itself. Complete, completely right. Okay. And there'll be like one overarching theme, kind of like uh, love, death, and robots. Gotcha, gotcha. 
But so that confused me when I first started watching it because the whole first season is one story. Mm-hmm. Um, but it basically is the story of these two ships, uh, one called the SS Terror mm-hmm. and one called the SS Erebus. Mm-hmm. And they are, it's like 1845 and oh, they're wow. leaving, they're leaving out on like a exploratory expedition mission to open up a trading passage between, I guess, like Britain and China. Mm-hmm. And it's this passage that's like way up in the Arctic um, and they have to wait for a certain time of the year. So the water is thawed. But anyway, they take the trip and of course the boat gets stuck Mm -hmm. to both boats get stuck and they're not freaking out at first because on expeditions like this, they basically say we have full rations for three years, even though the trip's only supposed to take like a year most. Okay. They have rations for three years. And then if they, yeah, well, (laughs) If they and then if they're really smart, they they said they can stretch it to five. No, that's not happening whatsoever. So no yeah, boats get stuck. <laughs> um, then they start basically like camping there, and they're like, "All right, we're just gonna wait it out till the spring and wait, oh, hope God. that the ice melts." That sounds terrifying. And it goes along like the show goes along at a crazy pace because mm-hmm. like every episode will start and it'll be like like the first episode is like oh it's spring eighteen forty six and then it'll be like the next episode will be like fall eighteen forty six like three months later okay but it's always um, different characters no this is it's these two boats for this first two season. boats okay it's just these two boats gotcha. of characters so there's probably like uh, I think they said like maybe eighty to a hundred men okay on these boats and it does have like inner so it does have some interpersonal drama where like characters have certain motives as to why they're on the boat Mm -hmm. other than exploring um there is a uh a science fiction uh storyline that i enjoy yeah Um, that's kind of the main reason i was watching it there is a uh creature i'll just leave it there that was a ghost um, and noise, then there but... is also like <laughs> yeah there's a creature that is, <laughs> makes ghost noises no um and then there's like a they meet some eskimo people and then some stuff happens there but i don't want to say too much mm-hmm. um because the story unravels pretty fast um and the, the stuff that people go through you're just like oh my god like and it's like there, there's like a guy in there uh he's a surgeon and the guy's like oh so you're the doctor and he's like no i'm I'm a surgeon. And I was like, oh, so he just cuts people up. He doesn't oh, God. actually he doesn't know fix how anything. to heal people. <laughs> <laughs> he's slicing off limbs. And, yeah, he's like, I'm in a, I'm, I'm an anatomist. And I was like, oh, so he has no medical training. Oh, he's God. just a, a saw guy. An anatomist. <laughs> yeah, so uh, a lot of action. Um, a lot of, I would say it's pretty interesting. A lot of surprises. A lot of, not a huge, like, twisty-turny thing, mm. but just, like, a lot of things happen yeah yeah it's pretty compelling um so i recommend that and then when i looked up season two it's like season one ends and you're like okay what's gonna happen Mm -hmm. to like this character and then i go to look up season two season two is a completely different story uh takes place i think sometime after it's sometime after a war and i think it's in japan okay um and it has to do with some kind of spirit like japan that uh, sounds dope that literally starts tomorrow i think wait so it's uh, like a seasonal anthology yeah so each season um if anybody's familiar with american horror story it's kind of set up like that where each season is its own story that's pretty dope and what uh what service is that on amc AMC. but uh i found it on hulu okay cool cool um i might have to check and then the 
another thing I did this week was I finally, I've, I think I've been playing this game for like at least a year and a half, maybe two years. Yeah, you told uh, me about called, it first a while ago. It, it was a long time ago, mm-hmm. but it was called Death Road to Canada. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's basically one of those uh, pixelated Oregon Trail um, with zombies. Yeah, a little bit like that. Um, it's a little bit more interactive. Mm-hmm. Um, you have like a squad of four beginning. You can start out with just yourself or you can start out with a friend, whether that friend be controlled by an actual person or just it becomes like an NPC. Is it easier if you tags. choose to start out with a friend? Is that the... um i always do because it's just a buffer okay. like it's not if the zombies come in, in <laughs> one person dies you still got one you. person left yeah like i still got one character yeah. left um and that's basically how it works is like um you pick up you can start out with one or two um it gives you it's kind of like a menu and then uh manual control so it's like it'll say like oh you're going down the road there's three places you can stop where do you want to stop okay and then it'll basically just load you directly into that level and you go clear out an area for resources. If there's somebody to rescue, you can choose to rescue them or not. And is it like um, kind of I know it's 2D top down, but is it like action or is it like if you find zombies, is it like a turn based thing from that point? Or is it like how does no, that work? So it's very it's very like free in that it's just like, it's more of like a hack and slash. Okay, like kind of like the Stranger Things game a little bit. If you yes, it's, it's very similar to that. Okay. Um, but you so whether you choose to fight or not is kind of based on the traits that you start with so you kind of get you get two traits to start out with which you pick like a personality trait which give determines kind of your skill points and you pick a like a skill trait mm-hmm. and so i think i picked like practical which means like i'm always prepared and like i plan and i have like good composure in bad situations but my morale <laughs> is always low oh no so it's like i'm always ready to snap <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious and um so but i also have like high mechanical skills so if the car breaks down i can fix you can it fix it so how do you have low um, morale but you're like good at everything you're calm and cool-headed what, i guess because i'm like everything. i'm the one that's i gotta save everybody all the time so i'm just you're stressed just like, out ah. <laughs> and then yeah i created a character for my friend alex and it's like her trait was like she's super fit so she's strong she can fight a lot mm-hmm. And she can run fast, and then she's also a charming, so she can like talk to traders and stuff and get us extra stuff, or she can talk us out of like, a situation. situation. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. And like half the game is like you running around hacking, slashing through rooms, getting out of uh, zombie areas. And then the other half is like the more of an Oregon Trail where you're in menus, like talking to people with text and trading. Okay. There's not a whole lot of. Uh, story or lore which i think helps because it makes the game move along faster and you don't really need it because it you literally just start out with 15 days it's 15 days to canada every time okay um and it's roguelite in that the only thing that you keep take back with you every run is your skill points okay so like as you go as you progress through the the gameplay Mm -hmm. like you'll get zombie points for getting like a special reward or doing a special skill or like um finding a special resource and then once you get once you lose or you finish you come back out and you can buy you can level up your traits so you can make the traits stronger okay or you can buy um think weapons or something it's like you can unlock other modes and stuff okay are the traits like universal like 
kind of like a rogue legacy where like you buy traits and then they affect every character like from that point yeah on. so if i choose to upgrade the the athlete trait okay. then my buddy is gonna her athlete trait's gonna be stronger gotcha. the next time that i play okay um but it's just it's really fun because it's it, it can be very frustrating because you can spend like you can easily spend like an 30 minutes to an hour on a run mm-hmm. and get i got really i was at the end one time i had less than a day left to canada yeah. and they were like you have to fight this horde um they have what are called siege modes which just happen randomly and it, it forces your characters out of the car mm-hmm. and you just have to fight for the amount of time oh, okay that they give you and they put like you in a, a small mode, space that you can't yeah you can't leave until the clock says you can leave. okay so it's just like um but yeah so you get to the end and they're like oh here's a usually siege mode is like an hour and they're like here's a four hour siege mode and i'm <laughs> like oh crap. my god we're gonna die <laughs> oh my and god. i was really upset because that was a run that i had you and i had my best friend and we had like this random person we picked up mm-hmm. and i was just like we're gonna make it and then i think uh you I went d- down first <laughs> oh no and then I was alex bait. went down and i was like no <laughs> And then it was like, I think I went down and all that was left was a random character. And I was like, nope, I quit this run. And so I had to like, I was right at the end though, but I finally beat it. Um, It was awesome. There's like, you, you get to the end and it's like, there's the credits and stuff, but it's also telling you what happened to your characters once they make it to Canada. Oh God, is it, is it happy or sad? It's happy. So like when I actually did beat it, like it said, my character like went on to, uh it's like went on to make pr- powerful improvements to the chainsaw and made <laughs> tons of money from it or what? something like that i wonder why canada um, i guess that's just the uh, safe haven in that world yeah and if you go by zombie logic they always say like the colder places zombies can't move because they're just freezing. oh really i never knew that mm-hmm. that was a big thing in walking dead because they were like we can get a lot done because the zombies like aren't moving right now i didn't make it that far <laughs> i can't remember if that was in the comic or the show oh, okay Dang. um and the i have one other thing i watched uh i've been keeping up with the series is called handmaid's tale heard it's based on a book um i'm not gonna say a lot about it I just want to say it's really good um might have been you i heard up it, on, uh, about it from probably <laughs> they're coming up on the end of the third season now um and it's just ramping up like crazy so i kind of just I thought it was over like three weeks ago, so I had like three episodes to watch this week. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, and yeah, it's just really, it's a really good paced, like tense show. And I think for a show that ha- is about like a female main character and has, is like purely about like what females go through and female suffering, mm. like it has a lot of male fans. Okay. That's dope. Um, Cause I think the thrill, uh, the thrill and the, uh, interest of the show you know is not really gender based Mm -hmm. it's just kind of like what would you do if you were in this situation right right um so i think that's the draw of it so just wanted to mention that and then there's this one little thing i want to talk about because you wanted to talk about this also Mm -hmm. uh, that i brought up um so something that uh, a weird emotion that i don't really have a (laughs) name for uh that i feel often these days irritation um it could be it's not and that's the thing like i don't know if it is irritation but i'm irritated enough now that i'm gonna talk about it but it's that thing and i know a lot of people go through this is that thing like say you share a youtube video with your friend because you think it's really funny mm-hmm. or you you tell your friend you recommend them to watch a show yeah. and then say they watch the show and they enjoy it and they're like oh that's cool mm-hmm. and then they decide for whatever reason to recommend something back to mm-hmm. you now 
you could watch it or you could not watch it because maybe it's not that interesting to you. But my thing is, like, if you don't watch it, you choose not to watch it. Why does that person get mad? Here's my thing. There's an etiquette and 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 an art almost to recommending shows or entertainment or anything like that. First of all, number one rule, golden rule, thou shalt not recommend a show if thou does not know my personality well enough to know which shows I like. That's first of all, you have to know the person you're recommending things to before you recommend yeah. them anything. If you don't Oh, and the thing that I hate, the thing that I hate when somebody does that and then you go, "Okay, that's not really my in my wheelhouse yeah. or my type of genre." And then they go, "But no, you got to watch nah, it though." See. Do I? That's that's <laughs> rule number 2 of 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 recommendation etiquette. If the person is like, "Nah, this doesn't look like it's for me." then you let you leave it alone like that okay you learn for the next time this is part of the first rule you learn for the next time and then you recommend something that's more towards their taste you keep you keep right. you keep you keep that cycle going and then everybody can be happy we can get to a point where we're only recommending awesome things to each other and everything's cool yeah and there's a wonderful like i i have a couple of friends that where we have this wonderful relationship where she loves everything i send her mm-hmm. and i love everything she sends me mm-hmm. and i'll be like that's perfect that's goals. but we don't send each we probably send each other things like maybe 10 times a year Yeah, don't oversend either that's rule number three the third and final rule don't oversend don't be sending me links every single day like and i was gonna say if somebody shows you a youtube video you don't then immediately have to show that person a youtube video yeah exactly because that that's another thing that i hate is when i like want to show somebody because i have a friend that like lives like two hours away and i might see them like a couple times a month so i'll be like I, i'll hold on to a youtube video and be like i just watch this real quick mm-hmm. and then he'll be like i gotta show you this yeah. and then i'm like All right, i don't want to do like this it's like a competition <laughs> Almost. I don't want to go into video training. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I almost and never then, yeah. send something right back. Like never. I do this to you a lot, mm-hmm. but I only do it to you because usually when I do it to you, you do laugh. Mm-hmm. But like, how do you feel either when somebody's showing you or you're showing someone a video and like you're waiting for them to laugh and they're not laughing? <laughs> oh, I don't care. I, I put it out there. I, just, I did my job. If you, either you <laughs> like it or you don't, I, I took a chance. But the point is, I'm not going to keep like pressing you about it whether you liked it or not i'm gonna just be like oh he liked it that's cool he didn't like it that's cool too yeah so it's like Cause i don't know I, this is something i wanted to talk about because i'm having this with a friend right now where it's like we watch a lot of tv and movies together mm-hmm. and it's like he made me watch this weird movie and then i was like okay cool we watched your weird movie mm-hmm. it's my turn <laughs> and then it's like he fell asleep in the middle of my movie and i'm like look i just sat through your weird, weird movie. movie just yeah. give my weird movie the same respect i gave your weird <laughs> movie <laughs> That's all I'm asking. <laughs> no, I feel you on that. Um, but yeah, I'm just like, I, you shouldn't expect somebody like like what you like all the time. Yeah, basically. and I'll say just 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 be careful with your recommendations. Yeah, I watched sure. a lot of crap this week that I probably wouldn't recommend. Yeah, only recommend to top tier. If you if if you watch something or you play something and you feel like right at that moment, like yo, this is the best thing ever. That's when you recommend something. But if it's something you're like, oh, it's cool. Like, don't recommend that. We don't recommend just okay things. We only recommend top tier, best of the best. Or if it's got a very specific humor that you share with that friend. Exactly. Because like when I recommend stuff to Tyler, it's because I know we have the like, same it's going to hit him the same way it, it hit me. Exactly. Um, so, but that's easier when you're yeah. brother and sister, of course. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's what grinded my gears this week. Rant of the week. <laughs>
All right. So you want to take us into that sweet, sweet news? Yeah, let's hop into some some news for this week. So um, back to some some loot box shenanigans, uh, maybe good or bad news. Definitely not bad news. I'll say it's it's either good or just whatever news. Um, but basically, uh, Nintendo, Sony and Microsoft are essentially being more transparent when it comes to loot boxes from now on. So. Uh, basically what that means is they're going to be putting probabilities whenever a game has loot boxes, which I mean, that's <sighs> now the question is, are these, are these going to be lies? Because this has been done before in China and they ended up just putting out lies. So I don't think <laughs> I know our, we have like one of the, some of the more strict gambling laws. So I, I know that like here, I'm pretty sure it's illegal if you, if yeah, you, I think European that. Union has the, the, the most strict. Okay yeah um but yeah i mean it's a good it's a good thing um a game we were talking about earlier warframe already kind of does this um a lot of games already kind of do this actually but i guess it's good that they're making it a precedent um yeah. to have these percentages. games don't ru- rule my life mm-hmm. but yeah i appreciate the transparency anyway. <laughs> they rule my life i'm not even gonna lie <laughs> but I, I i'm pretty good at not spending real money on them so that's that's always good yeah um but yeah that's that's all there really is for that story hopefully they keep getting better and better with this type of stuff um and then next up uh the pokemon company dropped another new trailer it was a short trailer like two minutes for pokemon sword and shield so they introduced um this actually gets me pretty excited uh galarian forms which are if you played sun and moon they had the alola forms which are like the reason region specific uh kind of reimaginings of older pokemon so they showed um uh i think it was wheezing but he had like instead of just being the three orbs of like smoke he had like top hat smokestacks and like a mustache and a monocle <laughs> so he was like a londonified they just made him fancy <laughs> yeah, fancy wheezing and then uh Sir, my name is Sir wheezing. Sir wheezing he'd be sipping tea um coffee but then the, another cool one they had they actually uh modeled it after kiss the the rock star it was oh my God. it's a new evolution of uh galarian linoon which was uh not a squirrel what is, what is linoon like a almost a skunk but not quite it a skunk a like ferret a Pikachu. no no linoon is like a like a ferret like a oh okay, okay yeah yeah um he was in emerald ruby and sapphire i believe like in the starting area um correct me if i'm wrong but his evolved form is like a tall like oh he's like a badger yeah badger. i remember there this you one go. Badger. yeah he looks like a badger and then his evolved form is basically like has the black and white color scheme and he has like his tongue out like kiss does in all the pictures um <laughs> y'all should look up the picture of it if you haven't seen the trailer it's it's this is cool. of linoon's evolved form yeah he doesn't he didn't have an evolved form before but he's getting a new evolved form in this okay, game okay i see him now yeah he looks like a he's like a skunk with like a devil face yeah <laughs> it's pretty cool looking um, but this gets me excited that hopefully they'll do this to maybe a lot of older Pokemon. Um, give them this kind of kind of remaster treatment, re reimagining treatment. And then the other thing they showed off were uh, form changing Pokemon. They only showed one, so I don't know if there's going to be more than one. But it was actually funny. So this Pokemon was called More Pico, and it has this is the one that looks like Pikachu. Yeah, and it's electric type too, like Pikachu. And it's basically <laughs> like a little mouse, and it has a full belly form and a hangry form. And the angry <laughs> form is funny because his body his body turns all black. I think his eyes get like all angry and then his mouth he has like an angry like Imagine savage mouth. 
I would say for those who can't see, imagine a Pikachu mixed with a Gengar. Yeah, that's what it looks like. like and I'm really angry. <laughs> like a they have. I'm actually off. looking at. They have a plush that it looks like the regular version, and then it flips inside out that's to be cool. the evil purple version. That's cool. Yeah, they're already on it. Oh my gosh. Somebody need. I need that for like my desk at work, so you know when I'm in a good. Just mood flip it. <laughs> Just flip. It. <laughs> that's awesome. It's like, oh no, hangry more picos out. Oh Don't God. go over Don't there. Don't go near. That's funny. Um, so yeah, hopefully they have. I'm hoping this isn't the only one, even though I'd, I want this Pokemon for sure. It's hangry for him all, all the time. Um, and then they announced. All right, I'm excited about this next part because didn't we? Didn't we say this? It was le- it was part of the leaks we read. Um, well, di- we saw the other one, right? Which one? We saw Team Whisper or Silence or something. No, we saw and this I one, said, and then we were um, saying that the other one might be Whisper. Okay, I thought we saw the other one. We were saying that this one would be the next other team would be Team Yell. Yeah, so so Team <laughs> Yell, they actually showed them off, and I don't know if you saw the trailer, but they all have like megaphones. <laughs> like they're just walking around with oh, megaphones. Man. So this is my team. Yeah, they're. So for you guys, uh, Tyler might not remember this, but. Because uh, he was like maybe 11 or 10 at the time, but I had uh, in high school my friend. I forget what the joke was, but my friend bought me a megaphone and oh, I like carried it to school. I do remember so I the megaphone. <laughs> I do for sure remember the megaphone because we played with it in the house for a long time. Yes. And I'm like, I don't know why, what compelled her to buy me this megaphone, but it was either. like literally the worst thing that she could have done. Oh, yeah. Megaphones, if you've never seen one in real life, are hilarious. Like, yeah. Some of the and most we would funny things. hit the siren all the time. <laughs> yep. And why did it have a siren? Who knows? Why is a megaphone yeah, that's so, already loud need a siren? I wonder if it's still somewhere in the house, but yeah, I'm just like, this is my team. This, yeah. <laughs> I am Team Yell. And now I'm really curious if there really is going to be like a team whisper and they just go around like mumbling. They you can't to. hear anything they, they say. That. If they don't do that, they have to. <laughs> they have to. to. It's going to be so funny. Yeah, like he, they're just like, take it down. And your character's just like, like what? what? <laughs> we're going to take it. Give us give that. I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> Oh, what what that's no the two teams <laughs> yeah. the two teams have to be enemies though so one team is yelling at the whispering guy oh my god <laughs> yes we need i need here. that to happen like right now and i want it's gonna have like double the amount of text you have to to get through because yeah. they're gonna have to repeat themselves i don't know why but it seems like pokemon games like the the newer and newer games like they just lean into memes more and more the meta yeah like the meta aspect of it oh yeah they're becoming aware of so funny um but yeah still excited for that i'm think that's november um that's coming out sorry i don't have the exact date but um i'm hyped for that team shield let's get it uh and then some more news we got uh apex legend solo mode haha to all you people who said that solo mode was never going to happen that the game wasn't designed for solo <laughs> mode uh, uh, this game uh, it's not gonna work uh, yeah shut up it, it's gonna work i promise you this is gonna be the biggest resurgence of players apex has seen since you launch. sound like me huh no because so <laughs> i'm many- laughing because i hate like i'm such I a like single like player that. junkie like, yeah i know what you mean and and not even that i don't not even that I I hate the 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 co-op mode or the multiplayer mode, but it's just there's so many people online being like, "Oh, you idiot! This game isn't gonna it it wasn't designed for solo mode." I'm like, first of all, 
Tyler has the best short voice. <laughs> <laughs> this game wasn't designed for solo mode. I'm like, what do you mean? They literally just take out two, just split the teams up so it's one person on a team. You can still pick your character, and it's going to be fine. And they're going to do uh, it. Send and it's all your be fine. angry comments about solo mode to sibling oh, please, clash yeah. at gmail. I can't wait to argue with you because we already won because solo mode's here. Now just. You hear that? Ty- Tyler welcomes all challengers. I do. Um, Yo, tis all challengers all challengers um but unfortunately right now it's only limited time it's from august 13th to 27th 27th but i do think they're just testing the waters and they're gonna see that this is probably gonna be a huge success and they might even get rid of the the three-player mode altogether just have only solo are you gonna get into that test (laughs) oh yeah i'm definitely i've been saying like i want a solo mode since launch because it's only fun when you're playing with friends, but if you want to just play and you have to play at randoms, like it's like, uh, what are you guys doing? <laughs> Everybody's running in a different direction. The bike goes where yeah. you want them to. Like, yeah, it feels uh, like raid mode with randoms. It, destiny. Exactly, it's it's just annoying. So I can't wait for this personally. Um, and then I'm going to let you grab the next one because. All right, so I put up. I added this to the agenda. Mm. um with about it says new nintendo switch models are reportedly already in production coming soon mm. the reason i added this is we talked about was it last week better, we talked better. about the the new switch model yeah mm. um and i'm wondering because we got the they talk about a a non uh detachable non-vibrating model which we oh, already really? talked about so we know oh you're yeah, talking so about the know, light gotcha 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 right so that one exists so then they're talking about one that is along the lines of an xbox one x or a ps4 oh, pro so that rumor is still um, out there yeah so well i'm just bringing it up for for some speculation mm-hmm. um if you think that that model is still going to exist or do you think that model is the <laughs> new upgraded battery model that we already talked about uh so i i think probably the one in this report is probably the battery model but i don't want to say like i still really do think they are going to do a like a pro. Bo- yeah like a boosted performance model at some point yeah. down the line maybe just not just right now because obviously they just announced the light which they're trying to sell probably this holiday um get all the kid get that on in all the kids hands and all that and then this one the new battery one is obviously just replacing the old switch so it's not like they're manual it's not like it's taking sales away from the older it switch. doesn't feel like it's like a new model yeah so i think they're i think they're probably gonna wait for this this switch light to run its course and whatnot but you have to mm-hmm. imagine that eventually nintendo is gonna want to make more powerful games or b- at least take on third party like ports of more powerful games so yeah because i was like when we get down to uh some of the ports i want to talk about uh i think they would definitely benefit from a boosted performance exactly the hardware and they always kind of do it too with their hands like they had the the 2ds they had the 3ds and then they had the new 3ds line and yeah. the new 3ds line actually could play games that the old 3ds line couldn't right um, so because there i had to actually get that to be able i think it was to be able to play hyrule warriors without yeah, it like that was one of frame them. jumping it was hyrule warriors and and then there was Xenoblade. like new super mario world yeah new super too, mario world i think, I think yeah um but yeah i could see them definitely coming out with a new switch <laughs> like literally calling it the new switch and it's just bo- it's the same probably yeah. form factor so, but boosted performance keep an eye out for that news mm-hmm. um i'll try to follow that up as i can sure. um then the other 
section I have here, I'm just going to list these real quick and then we can talk about them. Mm -hmm. Um, This first game, so these are upcoming Switch ports, and I say of interest to uh, me personally. um, I tried to also capture ones that would be of interest to Yotizu. Yeah, I threw two of mine Um, in here. Yeah, so the first game I just want to mention because I wanted to speak directly to you and uh Bayo- so there's this game i played on switch it's like a, a little name. while ago yeah it's a weird it has the weirdest <laughs> name ever um it's called baobab's mausoleum and it's ep- it's episodic so it's baobab's baobab's mausoleum episode one and then it's called like the subtitles like omni flagos don't <laughs> Yo, what? do something it's weird but it's a japanese i'm bringing it up uh i have no idea i'm bringing it up because okay so the main character is a vampiric eggplant <laughs> and he is also a noir detective vampiric as in he drinks blood i think so that's hilarious i never saw him drink blood in the first episode okay. <laughs> um but or he's a creature of the night i should say it's this weird game where like you're a detective um i forget i think you're trying to solve a murder but i really forget because the game goes really weird places <laughs> um but it's, it starts out as like a top down it's like a top down 2d pixelated game okay um it kind of to me has like um the the image of it kind of has like stardew valley art vibes okay and your character you're going throughout the town you're talking to people um, you're investigating, but then the thing about this game, uh, that gets me is, so it's very, it reminds me a lot of Undertale. Now I didn't play Undertale, like but it's I watched dark. It. It's kind of, kind of like a dark vibe to it. It's dark, but it also, it's very aware of itself. Right. It's kind of got that fourth wall thing going yeah, on. Yeah, Undertale does Um, that. and then it changes, the thing I love about it is that it's like five different games. Okay. So like there, there's like... It, I don't want to call it a level. It might just be like a map area, mm-hmm. but it's like there's this one investigation or this clue hunt that I went on where somebody was like, oh, go check over here. You might find what you're looking for. I go over there. And then all of a sudden, instead of being a top down 2D game, I'm in first person. Whoa. <laughs> and now I'm playing an, a first person shooter Whoa. where I'm like hunting these uh, creatures that are pi- like hiding. Is it still pixel art? Is it like Wolfenstein at this yeah, point? It's still like old school Wolfenstein? Yeah, so it looks like you're playing, yeah, like Wolfenstein cool. or like Doom or something. No, I like that. That's cool. Um, and then there's another mode where it's like it becomes a puzzle game. And there's like uh, the thing I liked about it is that it just it changes like genres of gameplay based on like the part of the mission that you're right, on. Right, right. So it really keeps it fresh. And it's not this is oh, I, this when looks I saw like episode Link to the Past art. <laughs> I'm hyped. When I saw episode one, uh, I, I got really sad because it was out for so long, and then I played it, and then I was like, "Oh, it's like I didn't see anything about it continuing." What's it and I'm a like, port this from? is a really cool game. I don't know if Steam. it's a port. That's why I was like, okay. I wasn't sure if it existed already, and they just moved it over to Switch, or if it's a Switch title. I'm about to let you know. Um, but I'm throwing but yeah, it out there because I PC. want. I want this game to keep going because they did put out episode two and I think episode one's like $6. Okay. Um, episode two is like $6. So it's not an expensive game. And I would say it's about three to four hours of gameplay. Is it for like that first episode? Is it like a story? Like, is that what's pushing you through it? Yes. Okay. There is a story. There is an overarching story. And that's why I said, like, I think you're investigating a murder in this town. Yo, his face is um, hilarious. And he's in a so, suit. He's like smoking <laughs> a cigarette, but he's an eggplant. Yeah. It's so weird that's so weird but yeah, there's a lot of weird characters um 
there's like weird puzzles you have to solve. Like I think one of the first puzzles you solve is like you have to figure out how to get in this gas station, but the guy that can open the door is like drunk. <laughs> so like there's a random there's like a beer bottle and it's like you either fill fill the beer bottle up with gasoline or pee. I can't oh, remember God. which. And you give it to him, so then he's like cool and he'll <laughs> open the door for you because you gave him a drink. That's hilarious. So it's like there's like a lot of that, things like that. That reminds there. me of um weird throwback, but stick RPG for some reason. Like you can oh, yeah. go around and you kinda have these like weird choices you can make, but it's like choices kinda like the one you just described me, like where you gotta or solve a puzzle where you gotta like give a dude like a beer bottle to get him to do something. Yeah. But and it's cool. very it's like a you have like key items that you pick up mm, and kind of adventure you figure out, yeah where to use them and stuff like that right, right. but i just want to put that at the top because i was like it's an honorable mention and it's a good game so far i'm gonna check that out i'm gonna add it to the to the wish list when it pops up well i'm like you can it's you can play episode one because it's in my account oh it's already out yeah episode one's already out episode two gotcha. is also already okay but i have not purchased episode two because i'm waiting for a sale okay i got you um and then so the rest of these are definite switch ports uh we have wild hunt three or i'm sorry witcher three wild I'm hunt not getting we this. have resident evil <laughs> <laughs> well i was like i'm gonna read them and then we'll talk okay, okay. <laughs> resident evil five and six dead by daylight spyro trilogy and Yu-Gi-Oh! legacy of the duelist Ooh. so the first question I was going to ask you is like, how do you feel about Wild Hunt being on Switch? No, I, I don't know how I feel. about I think that. it's cool as long as it runs. Um, obviously, it's going to look a little ugly, um, but I think. But I'm just that's like, I don't. Just because Skyrim is on Switch. Nah, but my thing is, I don't feel like all the, like games like that have to necessarily be are the best to play on here. No, I definitely, definitely don't think they are the best to play. I think this is absolutely for either the person like me who's or like me for Skyrim who's a big enough Witcher fan that they want to buy it on every console and even be able to take it on the go, or for the person and I know you're out there who only has a Switch. I think it's very good for that person who would never otherwise get to play Witcher because Witcher is an awesome game, maybe one of the best like Western RPGs ever. Um up there with skyrim and i think it's literally as long as it runs and it's not super choppy i don't think the graphics like i'm not a huge graphics person so that me personally i wouldn't mind playing this on switch if that was all i could play it on yeah, and it comes with the dlc not, so it it's like yeah, hundreds of hours of dlc complete, in this game complete edition yeah so i think it's cool and then i i'm hyped for resident evil because mm. i love playing i know people hate everyone everyone hates six but i love it i don't care i love resident evil six yeah. i love the action i still gotta um, play it to be honest i have it on ps4 so i'm hype. i mean i'm hype about playing it on six you could probably borrow because i'll probably get no it word. but five five has insane complicated controls it does i played five so many times co-op though it's really fun co-op i'll say that yeah but the controls the are co-op is like the only aspect of that game for me that i enjoy yeah. but for resident evil 4 and 5 have like the hardest controls oh my for god the old school up. tank controls with a stop and yeah, move the, the camera yeah Rough. like stop and shoot Rough. is not fun <laughs> when you're running from zombies not at all uh i'm excited to see dead by the daylight uh i think i don't I, remind <laughs> me what this game was again so dead by daylight is the one where you have i believe one four team member four one yeah, monster then, versus four people yes okay. and the, i should say killer yeah killer and then it's like yeah the the humans have to try and find an escape it's either like a car or like mm -hmm. there's different ways you can escape spoilers the humans almost never win 
there's too much <laughs> crap they have to do and the monster is really strong oh i'm like yeah the monster's only like debuff is that he's slow yeah but he's like overpowered <laughs> he's usually in every other way because i think this was a free um, game on ps plus i think i have this too yeah this is a huge game on uh like streaming and stuff and mm-hmm. it is fun to watch and i think that's a very good Quality. option to have on the go for people to just jump in and play for sure um um and then spyro i put this up here so I, they already have the uh crash insane trilogy trilogy crash bandicoot and while i do like crash bandicoot i do believe that spyro is the superior ps uh ps1 generation platformer um so i would definitely if i if i do get when i do get spyro trilogy i'll probably get it on switch as opposed to playstation just because i think it's honestly perfect for switch like the the graphic the art style is perfect for i think handheld um it's not it doesn't probably need to be too graphic intensive um mm-hmm. and yeah I, I just hyped to play spyro again all three games what else can you ask for remastered <laughs> and need. tell us about this next one and then the one i'm most hyped for Yu-Gi-Oh. it comes out the end of this month Yu-Gi-Oh! Legacy Yo. of the Duelist. So. Was it your move? Your move. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm trying to remember the song. Now. I just learned that's what he was saying like two years ago. I didn't know my whole childhood what he was saying. Your move. Yeah, like, oh, that happens to saying? me all the time. You're just singing gibberish <laughs> yeah, your whole life. For sure. Um, but this game, the reason I'm hype about it is because so way back when I had always been looking for after after playing the physical card game as a kid and being an adult i'm like i don't want to buy these cards again and i don't want to carry around that contraption on my yeah, arm yeah i'm not ab- about doing all that i want to look like a normal person so i where can i go to play this game online against other people but i'm looking i'm just looking i'm like yo this really does not exist like you can't play Yu-Gi-Oh online but then i found this website called dueling dual ne- dueling networks.com or something like that uh y'all may have heard of it but it's basically like a self-policed self-ruled version of online Yu-Gi-Oh against other players and it was the only way to play online against other players but the one downfall was that you as players had to enforce the rules because nothing was automated so they had like a built-in calculator and stuff like that but that was about it so it's basically just the tools exactly and then you were typing in chat basically making sure y'all followed the rules and like (laughs) arguing about yeah arguing about card effects and stuff like that so um that website got shut down a couple years ago i'm pretty sure they had the card licenses licenses without konami's permission so that website's gone (laughs) um but now there's still other than the mobile game there's really no other way to play Yu-Gi-Oh online and this um switch game which is a port from ps3 i believe um is actually going to include every card ever in the show so far jesus um or from not from the show from the tcg technically but from all seasons of the show um, I'm like this sounds like what Tetris Tetris 99 was for me. Yes. This is what Yu-Gi-Oh will be for you. No microtransactions whatsoever. Every single card awesome. is unlocked in game by playing the game. There's a full campaign and like I said you build decks and basically play online under the classic rule set. So I'm really looking forward to that dusting off the old the old deck, the old heart of the cards. uh and getting in there hopefully enough my only concern is that maybe there might not be a big enough player base on switch but it's switch exclusive so hopefully other people are thinking the same way i am and there will be a good pool of players to play with um so yeah i'm hyped about that 
So I just want to ask before we move on, mm-hmm. do you, can we do 130 today? Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Okay. So the next section I have is three games of interest that are rumored to be coming to the Switch. Mm-hmm. Um, Can't wait for this first one. One is very technically a port. The other two are not really ports, but they're still interesting. So <laughs> no, one... the, the, the third one's a port for sure. If it happens. Well, yeah, that's why I said one one is a port. <clears throat> oh, I one, see what you're saying. The other two, I don't the top think one's are a port. ports. They're the top just, one's a port, yeah. too. That was on Wii U. That's true. That's true. Okay. I, I'm I'm thinking like Nintendo porting to itself is like... It, yeah, they never do it. It's, it's blasphemy. canceling out in my brain. They're annoying. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so Metroid Prime Trilogy is very high on my list. Please uh, come out I want year. this to move from rumor to definite. Please come out uh, next year. I don't care I when 4 played, comes out. I have not played a Metroid game since uh, the GameCube, and I would really mm. like to play a Metroid game. Yes, soon. You should. You still have your 3DS? Uh, I think I was. I was going to say as soon as I finished that sentence, I was like, I definitely played a Metroid game on my 3DS. Did you not like that one, <laughs> or do you like 2D? No, Metroids? I didn't have a problem with okay. it. It's just those games. You know, backtracking gets old. It does. For me. Yeah, it does. It does. <laughs> I love Metroid, but back. It's like, and then to jump back in, I'd have to remember all the upgrades I have. There's no way I'm yeah. jumping back, and I'd, I'd have, have to, to start, start over. over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i just haven't touched it for a while because i really like i really like 3d metroid as opposed to 2d metroid okay i see my thing i really want prime to trilogy to come to switch because i literally haven't played it since since gamecube like you said and exactly. for me i was a yeah. lot younger like when we had it on gamecube so it's kind of blurry for me so i really want to like and i'm like i don't think it. we even actually had it i think i had it like borrowed from someone Probably. so i was like that made it even less time to actually like get into and it, it was i don't know i don't even know if it was all three right it probably was just one of them maybe um i think it was, it was all three, all three. At one point because okay. the friend that i borrowed it from was also fanatical metroid about fan. metroid okay yeah um this okay the next one okay I'm not excited <clears throat> about this per se, but I'm it's putting it on here because I want more Star Fox games. Yeah. Um, I'm a huge. I played Star Fox Assault like for. The, for years. I just want original Star Fox on Switch. I'm fine with. The, <laughs> That's I mean, all I want. I'm fine with the Star Fox Zero that came out on 3DS. I'm fine with that. Um, but I just really like the one Assault actually lets you get down on the ground. Uh, but it wasn't as lame. About. It wasn't as lame as Star Fox Adventures. Uh, oh, I don't no, want that's more the that. one I was thinking of. So Assault's different from Adventures. Yeah, Assault was more like one. Okay. It was more like the first one where you had more, more ship, ship missions. Got you. And you had tanks and stuff. Yeah. And then Adventures it was, was just a kind of like, action game. Almost. Right. <laughs> and it was terrible. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Star Fox Grand Prix. This. How do you feel about a Starbucks racing? So I'm not gonna lie, I really love kart racers. Um, so I think if I think a, a Star Fox like kind of spacey inspired twist on kart racers, maybe even a hybrid of like F Zero mixed with a kart racer, I think that, that could be, be cool. yeah, I think that could be cool. So I think it's I'm it fits. I'm a I'm a Mario Kart purist. <laughs> um, so if it's not a Mario Kart game, I'm usually like turning my nose up at right. it. I'm I'm the same way. Mario Kart is definitely my favorite, but I do enjoy like dabbling with others. Like my one that i think is slept on that not a lot of people even know about is diddy kong racing on the ds <laughs> diddy kong racing on the ds first of all introduced the flying mechanic that's in mario kart now um so props to them for that or the gliding mechanic i should say and it was just really fun diddy, diddy kong racing needs to come back in some form um i know people get really hype about crash too yeah people love crash crash is the i think other biggest name right next to mario kart um, just because it was PlayStation versus Nintendo type of thing. 
And then this last rumored port is Persona 5. Uh, I, I don't think it's want this because I think it's the only way I would finish the game. <laughs> <laughs> you got to just knock it out. I know you're like, near I the do. End. I'm like at the end. I always do this. I get to the end of the game and I'm just like, oh, I'm good. And it's always the type <laughs> of game where on. you have to start over if you try to get back into it. This one, I don't think I'd have to. Though. Yeah, it's not too super complex. Um, yeah, it's very much like a Pokemon where it's just like as long as you know, just remember your relationships. And, yeah, who you lean on the most, <laughs> yeah. then just do that. You're good, but yeah, just knock it out. So yeah, it's worth it. Those uh, definitely Metroid, definitely Persona, Star Fox Grand Prix. Uh, I would, I would, I would, I would try it out if it came out. I would definitely try it out. I'd look at it mm, for sure. Um, and then these next few, I'm gonna list, and then we'll talk. Is just the the uh wanted port so i called some from a website that had third uh 30 third party nintendo ports we want to see and then some are just some that i added personally okay um and so we have super mario sunshine and then i say more dark souls as in dark souls 2 3 and then also bloodborne is that on there uh yeah it's it's under there i my thing is i oh we'll talk after actually oh i'm saying that's not a port already right no no it's not a port okay And then uh, Paper Mario, Fallout 4, I said eh, Bioshock, eh, Overshot, over, Overwatch, I'm sorry, yeah, Overwatch Near Automata, Catherine, RE7, The Witness, and I talked about this before, but Wonderful 101. And then Wind Waker and Twilight Princess, but those don't need yes. to be those are just uh, always wind waker yeah i just feel like wind waker gets yelled at yeah, yeah twilight princess gets yelled always. at all the zelda games i feel like always get collection yelled zelda collection make it happen yeah but definitely um so fall i would just want to talk about how do you feel about because people i say fallout 4 because that was my favorite one that's kind of how i was introduced to the series but a lot of yeah, people fallout are 3. saying fallout 3 absolutely and, or new vegas absolutely both of them a bundle um fallout 3 <laughs> is the game first of all that made me love bethesda um and then Fallout New Vegas was the game I played right after Fallout 3. I just think, um, f- not taking anything away from Fallout 4, but I think Fallout 3 is just much more... First of all, it'd be easier to port because it's older. Um, mm-hmm. And you can already play it pretty much on probably hardware weaker than the Switch. Um, and it's just, it's so classic. I just think the the story still holds up. The shooting is obviously atrocious, but you have vats, so... Um, it doesn't really matter too much, but I think I think overall, as a as a full game, like the choice system and and the RPG systems, I think I think it still holds up well enough to make an awesome Switch port, and I would definitely play it again if it came out. And uh, to I'm thinking I kept seeing um, Bioshock Infinite, and I'm but not the other Bioshocks, and I was really? wondering because are is it because the other Bioshocks are so dark? that it would be harder to see and nah. infinite is so bright i don't think i don't think so because they're because people uh, if you look at the games. whole series like yeah people didn't like infinite as compared to one and two right and as much so i was like why infinite and not one or two first i would think i would think i think first of all this will probably happen and if it does it's absolutely if not the bundle with all three it's going to be one and two first but I think if it happens, it's going to be the bundle with all three because that's already a thing. They would just uh, put yeah, the whole bundle. Yeah, they push that everywhere. Yeah, so. Um, um, I put Nier Automata just because I see it's that game, it doesn't feel like it should be hard to port. It doesn't yeah. feel like that intense of a game, and it already has a lot of game mechanics that a lot of Switch other Switch games have. Yeah, and especially like if they could port Witcher. it turns into like arcade mode and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's got that yeah. genre swapping. Um, I think you can save 
anywhere in that game so it's good for mm-hmm. pick up and put down um handheld type of play so that would be good it's gonna murder yeah. the battery though but <laughs> yeah that's all good we're used to that so do a lot of other games yeah, for and sure. then uh the two are catherine which is a I very loved yet. game of mine yeah i know it's a classic though like people you should play it. it it's really fun I need to. um and also the witness which is another puzzle type game catherine's more of like a puzzle action game and the witness is more of like a traditional uh open world puzzle game right uh the witness is already on mobile so the why it's not on switch i'll never understand i Um, think it's happening it'll happen soon the article I read was that the developer, uh, Jonathan, I think it's Jonathan Bray, mm-hmm. um, is like exhausted mm-hmm. because he's already done a bunch of ports. But I, I that excuse didn't work for me because I'm Give like, it to he's somebody not else. actually yeah, like, can he's not doing the work. What is he's exhausted from signing contracts? Like, yeah. I don't know. Maybe he actually has to code or something. I don't know. I, I don't know. Either. Um, but yeah. I, <laughs> And Catherine's not that intense graphically. It's another Atlas game, so. But PS exclusive is the only problem. My th- that's yeah. my thing with Catherine and Bloodborne. The way Sony is, I don't ever see them allowing those games to be on any other console. Well, I mean, look, we didn't think Cuphead. We didn't think Microsoft was going to uh, uh, play play. Ball, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say that though, because Microsoft has been down ever since. What was the first one? There was one before Cuphead. Ever since, um. I forget what it was, but they had that whole Xbox Switch commercial where they're like, huh, we're teaming up. Sony's the bad guy. Oh, is it the Rabbids? Yeah, Mario plus Rabbids. That might okay, that okay. might be it. Um, no, that's Ubisoft, actually. That was Ubisoft. Okay. But nope. it, regardless, Microsoft has been, <laughs> we know they're losing. They, they have more to lose than Sony. They've kind of been more gamer friendly even ever since they put in backwards compatibility. That to me was the biggest surprise where they were just like, our system's backwards compatible now. So ever since then, I haven't really, I wouldn't say Microsoft is opposed to doing anything like this but sony on the other hand oh my gosh they have been making <laughs> life difficult for every single sony loves propri- being proprietary yes like and it's it's like we're just past that time now just let these games go other places <laughs> and then uh so last thing is like i know you'll agree with this paper mario oh yes like, absolutely all of come them. on why not rpg paper mario let's why go. not pa- thousand year door but, yeah. probably my favorite paper mario game oh and overwatch any you want to say anything about overwatch that's absolutely happening i would put money on it that's happening okay. either not not this year probably but next year i think it's definitely happening for you shooter for you multiplayer shooter fans out there and i'll definitely get back into it when it comes out for sure okay and the last thing i want to swing on around to our anime corner sweet um, sweet and spoilers at pop the top up some topics here spoilers right here <laughs> spoilers you said anime corner yeah oh yeah yeah are we spoiling oh i mean we can okay i was just going to talk about uh the first show uh wanting to bring up is i think it's pronounced ari ari ferretta oh, wait we're not spoiling this um, one because i haven't seen it yet <laughs> yeah it's not i've only seen a couple episodes in the beginning and it's still like it just started this season so there's only like five or six episodes out anyway okay but uh i just want to laugh at it real quick because so you're introduced uh i'm a little blurry on the beginning because i was like doing some stuff <laughs> in the beginning of it while the show was starting but it's basically you're introduced to this character it's like they're it's a dungeon um they're in a dungeon and their adventures and mm. this character you just see this character's party get decimated massacred. yeah 
and the person is like by themselves they're trying to escape and there's like another rescue party that they're trying to get back to and as they're trying to get back to the rescue party some giant monster dragon (laughs) collapses on this bridge that is the only thing separating him from rescue and he basically like tumbles down like 20 floors oh my gosh um and he's like he's like a normal person so he's like super scared um and he's like just kind of repeating i don't want to die i don't want to die and um there's this moment where you think he is about to die Mm -hmm. and he ends up beating this creature and he consumes it um and i think he consumes it one because he's hungry and he's trying to survive but it ends up giving him powers yeah so he basically realizes that that's how you power up in this dungeon is to basically consume the creatures that you defeated now the funny part about this is that so the character goes through tell me stop me if this sounds familiar tyler okay the character goes through a very traumatic experience of having to survive in this cave and almost dying a bunch of times Mm -hmm. um and they meet a semi-vampiric uh female character down in the dungeon Mm -hmm. um and then as he's fighting his way with this creature his hair turns white and he immediately becomes a badass uh (laughs) so traumatic drama tokyo ghoul traumatic event yeah okay (laughs) i was like tokyo that is so the end of episode one i was just like oh my god that was tokyo ghoul (laughs) definitely tokyo ghoul (laughs) that was the first season of tokyo ghoul in one one episode episode. (laughs) that's horrible (laughs) um but i just it looks like it could be really good um it's definitely has that shock and wow factor to it um and it's it hasn't done anything corny yet Mm -hmm. um so I'll be keeping my eye out on that one. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, and I I haven't looked this up yet, but if we're thinking of the same show, is this also a a, a etchy? I not that I've seen. Okay, maybe I'm I thinking mean, of something else. He meets the uh, vampire girl, and she's naked, but it's not like in a sensual way at all. Like she's just naked because that's the state that she's in in the place that he finds her okay and it's like he immediately put clothes puts like a robe on her and then like they don't really pay attention to that kind of stuff yeah. like the awkwardness of her being naked okay yeah this like, is a show like I'm most would. About, okay yeah got you um and then the other show i want to bring up that i haven't watched yet but the preview i saw of it made me laugh uh and i love this is where i love anime this title titles. is ridiculous it is called do you love your mom and her two hit multi-target attacks what does that even mean (laughs) so we love one thing i love to talk about uh or we've loved to talk about in this show especially since watching shield hero um is isekais Mm -hmm. they're big now they're huge now they're so popular yeah they're and the joke that the reviewer who i watched was making is that like we've run out of subgenres and isekais oh yeah so now we're, we're he's like we're at milf sekais oh my god <laughs> i'm scared and the tone of this show um seems like the main character gets transported to this place this new world and i guess his mom somehow also gets transported with him mm. and he the the spoof or the comedy that the per the reviewer was giving off was like basically the relationship between this kid and his mom is like the relationship between cartman and his mom okay in south park <laughs> yeah 
So it's like he like really hates his mom. <laughs> the fact that she's stuck in this game with him is like even worse. That's crazy. But um, I haven't watched it yet. I'm definitely gonna try and check it out. Um, because I get burned out on isekais really fast. I have to. Um, I'm I'm with you on that. I have to. If I watch an isekai, I have to watch a show in a different genre. At least like three shows in a different genre before I watch another isekai. Like I can't watch three isekais at the same time or something like that. Yeah, I have to space exactly. Them out. And it's like. And I wanted to answer your question. Uh, you asked me a question a long time ago about like why did I not f- keep up with Sword Art? And I wanted to respond because I remembered uh, last night when I was watching the same reviewer, it was talking about how the abridged parody mm-hmm. of SAO is better than the actual no show. Way. And I was like, I didn't finish it because the parody stops at episode 13. Oh my God. <laughs> so that's why. Blasphemy. But the good thing, the thing about Sword Art and, is classic. Okay, no 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 listen so the thing about these abridged parodies especially so my favorite abridged parody is the dragon ball bridge yeah. by uh team, team four star. star they're the best it's the best oh yeah for sure show ever. they're the king of a bridge the- period like they're the reason abridged is like popular yeah and the the thing that makes these abridged series like the best to me is that they convey the same themes of the story yeah but they do it in a way shorter period and they also but they're also make making hilarious. fun of the story yeah, so it's like in the Dragon Ball Bridge, like they have the same running joke that Piccolo is Go- Goku, Goku, Gohan's, Gohan's dad. real dad. Yeah, exactly. Because Goku doesn't do anything exactly. for him as a father. And I'm like, they still managed to get that storyline in there. Right. And, you know, so I, I've literally watched Dragon Ball Bridge from the beginning to the Cell Saga. And it's like, no, the story is exactly the same as it is in the original original show. And, like, Sword Art seems to be the same way. Like, Kiryu oh, yeah. is, like, an asshole in the beginning. I think to some um, extent, if you're doing these type of abridged series, especially Team Four Star, like, you have to first be a fan of the show yeah. to be able to, like, retell it that way and add, add the humor to it. To be it. able to sit through all of the editing you have yes. to do to, to match the lip flaps you <laughs> yes. have to be able to love the show yes very true very good point um so yeah and then said, only uh, other thing did you watch fire force this week yeah i did did you yes okay so spoilers now <laughs> for fire force yes yeah, spoilers for fire force uh believe it's episode four yeah, um i think it's really interesting i do too so first thing i want to ask you is how do you feel about the now thing that they introduced of other fired fire force companies being oh, antagonists? i was going to say i think it's really interesting that the infernals talk yeah now yeah and we got a talking infernal now too one who like kept his consciousness I I knew we were gonna get in, involved in the other because why introduce like Firehouse Eight if yeah. there aren't other firehouses? And that one dude wasn't in Infernal too, right? Like the really sophisticated dude who wasn't he didn't really look demonic. He just kind of was like tall, like uh, kind of evil looking. He just had like long black hair. You know who I'm talking Joker? about? Joker was that his name? I forget his name. Yeah, he looked I like don't a think butler. He's in Infernal. He's not in Infernal. Yeah. I don't think he is. Okay, I thought they said he was. Maybe wasn't I missed Infernal. something, but I didn't think he was. I might be wrong about I that. I remember them saying that the the whatever that drug or or substance is made of infernal. Okay, but I don't remember him them saying he was. Okay, maybe he's just a, a pyrokinetic or whatever. Yeah, because he had the explosive power or whatever. Yeah, um, the only thing that is a drawback to Fire Force for me is like, and this is it's it wasn't a drawback to me in Soul Eater because again that was about like souls. Yeah, but to me in this it's like there it's almost like there's too much religion no it's not that because like religion i like is that fine, they pray for pray for the dudes before they kill them like well that's yeah hard. that's cool but it gets so sad and like reverential 
during like some points and i'm like why are we so sad like, like we it, don't though. know these people we don't but they do yeah like but no he doesn't even it's like he'll feel really bad like when he because they're killing humans like that, but when that one infernal who had already murdered people mm-hmm. was like begging he's like let me get a pray a, a pray a prayer from a real uh priestess mm-hmm. or a real nun and he's like okay we'll wait and then the dude immediately goes to attack him yeah. and i'm like why no nah, let's be honest he, though even as a human he was a turd no for real for real every how many anime protagonists though have we seen that have like annoyingly or like willingly like they've got the bad guy right in their in their sights right on the in their fingertips and they just like nah i'm gonna let you go i'll give you one more yeah. goku goku and frieza i'll let you live frieza it's fine as soon as he flies no, away destructo totally disc because they just want the fight that's <laughs> yeah. totally different yeah but it's like they want to fight him at his strongest yeah but it's like i always doesn't count i always expect this mold of care of anime character to be like way too uh sympathetic and forgiving to the wrong people yeah but it's just the whole like i want to be a hero but i'm gonna save this dude who's murdering like murdering people in front of me yeah okay (laughs) exactly he he still has a soul okay um but anyway yeah and then dr stone continues to be good and i'm not continue i'm not caught up on demon slayer okay uh, this last episode of demon slayer holy crap (laughs) i've never seen animation so beautiful in my life that's all i'm gonna say like it's there was just so when epic they, so epic when they first entered uh this was like two or three weeks ago but when they first entered that forest of the like spider demon mm-hmm. there were some there were just some cuts some shots in that that were so eerie mm-hmm. and scary yeah. and i'm like i usually don't get scared by anime spiders but there was suck. this one shot where like because they had these baby head creatures where it looks oh they're like, like spiders a, with a baby head on the on the spider yeah body. it looks like the eyeless face of a baby like a bald baby doll head mm-hmm. and it's just sitting on spider, spider legs. legs yeah those are gross and there's one shot where it's Skitter. like they just they just the camera's just on the trees yeah and around. then the little head just pops out with the spider legs and i'm it's like gross. Oh, I'm like yeah it's gross get out of this forest spider forest but no this and there's a there's a kind of a revelation in this next last episode so i'm i'm really hyped for you to see it oh i'm and down it's it's awesome i'll probably be catching up on that today yeah but you said you are caught up on dr stone i am caught up on Dr. so stone. Th- this show man it's so like <laughs> it's so, so different weird. but it's like i can't not watch it like it's so good but it's so different but like, it's it's so <laughs> shonen but it's like shonen it's like now we're in the lane of science yeah and it's like I, <laughs> and everything's about science it's right and i'm it's weird that we've never seen or at least i don't know of a show like this that's happened before but just the whole the way the characters are the way the the uh i forget his name but the primate high schooler <laughs> is like <laughs> oh i love the uh the reviewer that was talking about dr stone this season was just like he's like oh we have these like your traditional uh oh, what did he call it he said something like oh these are these anime characters and he's like and then here's a random jojo character <laughs> and they show the primate and they play like the jojo music oh as he's God. attacking he's punching, as he's punching that lion yeah. <laughs> jesus christ he's like here's a random jojo character <laughs> oh my god and then so you saw you saw where he fought that girl right and he like she's attacking him at the end of the say that one more time you saw where he fought the the little girl at the end of the last episode where she's just like coming at him and he's like uh these people are primitive i could rule them and i could kill them but i don't need to kill them and he just like (laughs) chops her in the neck and she like goes flying he loves that cervical he loves to snap somebody's like cervical cord (laughs) he's so like efficient and ruthless 
and that's the thing too is like okay normally yeah it's like you would think it would be like brains versus brawn mm-hmm. but it's like the strong killer fighting guy is he's also everything really smart yeah, he's everything yeah he's like a mountain like to overcome but he's by he's himself like right on top of uh senku like at every moment yeah but he's by himself which i think is his his disadvantage as opposed to like the other guy they have a party he's not gonna be by himself for long i don't think so yeah but i will say i was shocked when like the premise of at least this beginning conflict is like kids hating adults i know it's weird <laughs> like dude you're like two years from being an adult wipe like out why all do the you adults. hate adults so much <laughs> wipe like, out. adults ruin this world wipe out all the adults start a new world yeah so i was like that's such a like little kid like premise to to run this entire show on yeah but, i thought it was yeah and then the, oh go ahead uh the bomb tutorial i was like <laughs> uh, we're getting a bomb tutorial this a early bomb to, yeah i know gunpowder is it was he weapons of science i love what he says that. yeah because he was like oh if you follow these directions exactly you can also make, make a bomb but don't do that kids don't do this at home yeah like, then why show i was us? like yeah you gotta throw that disclaimer in oh my god in the part with the with the monkeys where they did the flashback and sent oh, it the monkey the it was like he's a naked monkey that's shiny monkey, monkey yeah that's so yeah, funny. the apes are just like, what is that shiny? He's like, that shiny, shiny monkey's monkey. been twisting that stick all day. <laughs> he's like, what does that idiot think he's doing? <laughs> yeah, I loved when they were when he would like. Uh, it's like shiny monkey acquired tools. Yeah. <laughs> shiny monkey acquired water. Oh my god, this show is so great. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think Doctor Stone is going to be really strong as far as like shown and like it's definitely setting its it's setting its own thing. Up. And it's weird because I was the least hype about this in this lineup of shows like Demon Slayer. Uh, uh sacred beasts uh fire force like dr stone was the one where i was like i don't i have no idea what this is what like this trailer tells me nothing and it's yeah, like and one i was of the super I, like the most. I was super worried is like he was gonna turn into like sherlock holmes yeah. and like just be plotting everything but i'm like no he gets his very, hands dirty yeah he's very realistic in that he fails yeah, a lot yeah and it's like that yeah that's science mm-hmm. like you just keep trying things until something works and then you try to figure out why that works yep and then go on to the next thing so i i'm down i'm like, I'm like what part was it it was it, it was right when he first got unpetrified he was trying to find the secret and he was like think try everything <laughs> yeah he's like, like i'm gonna lay he's like i'm gonna lay out rocks in the shape that i fell asleep yeah. i'm going to save all the pieces that fell off my body so that when i am able to study them i'll come back and study them yeah. it's just like yeah it was it's it's good and then like yeah how he uh outsmarted um Oh, what's his name sukasa yeah that's his name sukasa uh how he outsmarted him uh with with the neck because it's like with the neck thing it's like that seemed like an assured like He's you're dead at least dead paralyzed, paralyzed. Yeah. and it's like the way he like Set kept cracking up. his neck you're like oh come on that's... so it was good. i'm hyped to see where it goes for sure like and i wonder how long it's gonna run or at least this season will run yeah we'll see because it's a shonen manga so it could go on forever for sure um, um did you see sacred beast yeah this week oh, no i have not caught up on sacred beast okay it's still that one i think i said i was gonna wait until it was done and then just watch all of it yeah so it's still kind of going along the same lines of like new monster every week type of thing um okay. this last episode this not a spoiler but they introduced a dude who seemed like he would be a a major antagonist but he ended up not being one so i'm a little confused on that you'll you'll know what i'm talking I was saying, about has this <coughs> has sacred beast passed like your three episode tests yeah i'm gonna I'm a watch it till the end for sure um okay. just because i i still think it's a really cool concept and um some of these stories are kind of tragic the way they tell them like the i know we talked about the behemoth one from 
uh either last week or a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. um and i just i thought that was a the good a good like mini story in itself so i'll definitely watch and i think it's only 13 episodes so it's short yeah that's what i was like i figured this was gonna be short i can catch up to it when the other ones slow down mm, and i just want to say because i'm hype about it seven deadly sins season three confirmed uh october oh i believe i didn't even finish season two you didn't finish season two? Oh my god no! season two is so i gotta good. catch up yeah it's so good you got to you, my guy escanor did you meet escanor yet <laughs> <laughs> did you meet escanor yet i don't remember who that is the, should the, i know the them? pride son okay okay no. wait till you meet escanor, escanor I, got, is my I, started, guy. I watched like that little in between season between one and two. Oh, okay or I guess one in three. It was like I four episodes. I forget. Yeah. yeah, and that like felt so weird. That, yeah, like, I they, skipped that. Didn't I didn't even right. watch it. Yeah, you don't have to watch. So that. yeah, I think that kind of like put me out of my no, comfort. Watch season two. Seven deadly oh sins. my god, watch yeah. season two. Escanor. I'll get in there. Rem- just remember that name, Escanor. <laughs> Escanor. Escanor. I will remember. All right. All right, guys. Well, that brings us to the end of our show this week. We're um, action packed. As, <laughs> as always. If you enjoyed what we talked about or you want to add to what we talked about, you can email us at siblingrivalryclash at gmail.com. Please send those hot, hot Nintendo port rumors <laughs> to siblingrivalryclash no, at gmail.com. No, s- don't send them to us. Send them straight to Nintendo. <laughs> Tell them you make these games happen. Yeah, start uh, who, I think it was, was it Metroid Prime or another game yeah, has like a running petition on change. Go oh to change.org, <laughs> start the petition. <laughs> And then email us and tell us you started the petition. Yep. Copy Nintendo. Um, and you can find me at T-I-F-F-I-N-I-J-21 on Twitter. And you can find me at Y-O-T-I-Z-Z-L-E-R. And you can find the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, and CastBox. And please remember to rate us wherever you listen. And as always, we will continue to to try to put up segments on youtube so you can catch those on yo tizzler and you can also catch past segments there Uh, um and other than that i'll see you out on the open sea my friends appreciate y'all catch y'all next week we'll see you next week peace